0: perfectionism is tearing me apart. I set impossible standards for myself, which inevitably I never managed to achieve. And this leaves me feeling demotivated and unfulfilled. Any help is much appreciated. So like a lot of tendencies, perfectionism comes from a good place. We want quality and we want to do well. And who wouldn't want quality and want to do well? but it's that thing of the, the perfect being the enemy of the good or the good enough. And what's interesting about things like quality, like wanting really good outcomes or wanting something to really work in a particular way, is that you, you can argue firstly whether or not it's, it's worth putting that amount of effort or energy into something. But even if we take that it is, if we say, okay, this is a very important thing, we really want a very good outcome with it, Uh, So therefore, standards really matter. Still, often in those situations, it's very hard to get a good outcome if there isn't a room or a certain amount of breathing space for a certain amount of messiness, let's say. A certain amount of exploration, a certain amount of experimentation, a certain amount of feedback gathering, which can only come from having imperfect versions of something. So it's the case that very few things are non-iterative, is the way you would describe it. So iterations, like software, you have different versions that are released. And even something like baking a cake. You know, you don't typically start with the cake. You iterate in different ways. Firstly, you have... Know, the 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 basic ingredients you make and then you assemble them and put them together. So even the process of making a single cake is stages. But of course, what you also have is the journey up to the point of making that cake, the, the cakes you've made before, what you've learned along the way and, and the lessons uh, then that you can apply into the next cake that you make as a result of your experience. So most things need to be iterative. There are very, very few things, if anything, that you can just kind of manifest in a finished form most things you can't just produce and manifest in a finished form you have to have some kind of build up to it you've got a practice you got to get a right you get it get a wrong you got to get feedback from people and that's inevitable so that's the problem usually when we talk about perfectionism being an issue usually what we're not talking about is this desire for quality which itself can still cause challenges sometimes But when it's a particular problem, usually the perfectionism is, it's often a fear of judgment, albeit by ourselves, including other people, it's not just a word of other people think, but it's this desire for it to be at a very high standard in the first instance. And and that's the thing that tends to cause the problems. So it's an exercise very often in vulnerability, overcoming perfectionism, because you know, it's, it's it's the path is going to be similar either way because you know if we do decide, which we may do, that our standards are too high. You know, if you're trying to if you're trying to make something that's of so high a quality that you know only only the the richest people in the world can afford it, or that it's you know unattainable to the average person. Well, then, OK, if that's who your market is, but th- that's, you know, maybe not going to be a good product. It's maybe not what most people are going to want. They're going to want something that is a bit more doable or a bit more accessible, a bit more, uh, a bit more of a fit, I suppose, for the average person's needs. So, you know, you can imagine this with anything. If you're making a vehicle and you make it to engineer to such a high standard that, you know, it's fit for the race course and beyond, every component is perfect. And. Great. That's good. But of course, the engineering that's going to be involved in that, the research, the costs to get it at that point are going to be prohibitive for most people. So, you know, you might not even want perfectionism in that sense. You might actually rather think who or what are you trying to serve? What's your intention? What's your goal? And then work backwards from there and look at the capacities that you have and try and marry the two somewhat in the middle so that your, your expectations aren't that high, that you're not putting so much intense pressure on yourself to begin with, which is, is just really, really unfortunate. So there are cases where you're going to want to lower the expectations. But the other previous point is that even in situations where, yes, it is about the very highest quality possible, that very often can only be achieved by embracing a kind of a vulnerability and getting out there. So the example of releasing products to a market or software releases is kind of the obvious example of this. But you know, I'm sure you can think of plenty of examples in your own life where you kind of got to get out there and, and be kind of good enough. And one very clear example of this is communication skills. So you got to screw it up you know, so many times and to be able to kind of find your balance with it. And we did this when we were a kid and we were learning to walk. And, you know, you fall multiple times, but there was really no failure in, in that falling because, of course, what the falling was, was literally, you know, learning to walk. That That's not just a positive spin you put on it. You're developing balance. There's neurological development happening. You're developing uh, motor coordination. The muscle tone itself is being developed. You're just getting a feel for it, which it, there's no substitute for that. There's no amount of lessons but not actually moving that would do that for you. So that had to be allowed, I suppose, if you started with perfectionism, if you Mm -hmm. had the concept of, okay, I have to walk perfectly or else, and you you waited till you were ready. Well, that would be an impossibility. There would need to be a certain amount of growth and room in that. So I suppose they are the two parts of this then to be able to say, well, actually, does it need to be that high quality to begin with? Or another way of phrasing that is the amount of investment it would take to make it that high quality. Is that the best use of those resources? Because, you know, maybe you could make something to a decent standard, not up here, but here, which is good enough. And then spare all those resources and then do 10 other good things with your time and resources. So that's part of the balancing that needs to be done. Being perfectionist in one direction, maybe actually imperfectionist in another direction. So when you take that overall picture. So what standard does it actually need to be? Maybe good enough is okay. Just enough, you know, to to feel satisfied with that, to not feel under so much pressure. But even in those situations where, yeah, you are going to want a high standard to be able to have a kind of an iterative mindset. And to be honest about that very often, to say, okay, here we go. Feedback, please. Now let's develop it and improve it and keep growing it. And if you do want something to be as close to perfect, whatever that even means, as is achievable, but let's say quality, if we want it to be a good standard. And if we know who we're trying to serve or how we're trying to help the world and we want it to be a high standard, very often collaborating with the world is the best way of doing it, like our walking examples or any other example of something that's developmental and builds over time because there's no better way to learn than to do. And there's no better way to make something good and effective than by doing it and learning from that experience. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe, and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf, or on jfl.com.